Hi, it's very nice to be here with you today. I hope you are well wherever you are tuning in from. I have a really lovely large window to my right that I look out of usually at least in the beginning of this podcast and then as I speak I don't really know where my gaze goes. To the left of the window is about a foot until it reaches a corner and then it starts in a perpendicular direction to the other side um, where the other wall is. So the window ends and then there's a foot and then there's a, a bit of a, a corner but it's interesting because the way this room is built I guess there's a little bit more to this corner. It's it's like a foot and then another foot. It, it goes out and then goes in and then goes out again. So it's almost like a little nook here. And sometimes my... Often, actually, my gaze just goes straight into this nook. And often I just stare into space here and not really looking at anything in particular, but that's just what happens when I podcast. I hope you guys are really well wherever you are. I've been really enjoying my mind and enjoying the satisfaction and thinking to myself, even when I have a thought that may have brought me anxiety before, that it doesn't bring me as much anxiety now and that I see it more as just the coming and going of activity in the mind. Even when it's just something that my mind brings up to remind me, but sometimes I feel like that reminder is accompanied by anxiety, and that reminder comes especially when there is some anxiety about it. Because, I mean, I wish my mind would remind me about so many other things that maybe would help me more but it tends to remind me about the things that I guess there's some emotion or worry tied to some negative emotion and more and more I'm able to well not only does the um, the anxiety improve when these reminders come, it's almost like they don't touch me. I can see them, and even if they do touch me, it's a lot milder than what I've experienced previously. So I'm really grateful, and I know that as more time goes in my life, that this distance between me and my mind is just going to become greater and greater and larger and larger and I just see it and I'm not affected by it and I think that that is truly the gift that I have been hoping for my entire life and that I have suffered greatly for due to my own consciousness that was creating the experience of suffering so that I could transcend knowing that I am not my mind, 
and I'm intensely and immensely and ridiculously unendingly grateful. I don't have enough gratitude. I could never have enough gratitude for everything that has led me to this moment. And perhaps I'm just speaking from memory when I'm fully present in the moment and there's just silence and stillness, there is no past. But when I create, I create from the past and the present and the future even. And maybe my act of creating is a step lower than than just the stillness that I find myself in. But maybe even my act of creating is also something that is served and planned by the universe. It's really funny how everything is. I hope you're all doing really well. And I'm immaculately blessed. Just so blessed for each day of my life. Just truly, truly grateful and I've been thinking about how how I want to teach the art of being fully present and the way in which I would teach that is by modeling it but if there was a way to use words or some kind of guidance or anything that I've learned I would love that as well. Maybe that would be helpful to somebody as well. But it's this idea that when we connect in conversation with someone, when we speak, we are fully present. And for me, I have realized that when I'm really engaged in a conversation, then it's a lot easier and it almost seems natural for me to to be present but then there are and there have been and there currently still are moments in the conversation even when I'm speaking alone here right we just just to this microphone there may be moments where a thought pops in my head And I think it also depends on the day and my sleep and my diet and some other things that may affect the state and clarity of my mind. And really what I mean is the silence of my mind. I'm not really experiencing it now, but it does happen often when I record. It also happens when I am in class with 
kids where I have a full 25 minute conversation class and maybe a moment here or there, I lose my attention. But then there are classes where I'm fully present for the entire time from the beginning of when I see the child to the very end that I say goodbye. And I'm not quite sure how to pinpoint that difference yet. But I know today I had a bunch of classes, well, a a few classes, not as many as I usually do. But I was, I don't remember losing my attention today in my classes today. However, yesterday, I didn't sleep as well, I guess, and... Um, yesterday morning I remember losing my attention but there were also when I would lose my attention there were also and it so often has happened in my in, in the past where when I've lost attention it's some worry or anxiety or insecurity that I'm experiencing even in the moment even if it's something current like um I woke up late or I missed a class um, just before this and something is not optimal. And even without that, even with sleep and diet and, and meditation and exercise, even when I've you know, followed my routine well, there has been the the tendency to lose my attention even in class, in in conversation. And I think if I reflect on that, there have been times where I feel like I could do more with the student and that's actually been the motivation for, for creating more um, and, and evolving my classes. So evolving this, this, the very same class where I realized that I need more direction in this class and I'm not sure what to do or where to take a conversation. Although I'm really skilled at that because I've had thousands of conversations, I don't have a problem with that, but I still wish that, um, that I had some kind of goal or plan. And so here there comes, there is birthed the evolution of, of a class. And sometimes I I guess that has come from moments of, of a lack of attention or my attention slipping. So it's interesting, but it's almost like those moments of a lack of attention are a calling of some sort. They mean something. And I'm curious and I I know where my attention goes now as opposed to not knowing where it went when I would zone out for years on end. But I know I can see my mental activity now. So often after um, I slip in my attention, I can catch myself pretty quickly and know what I was thinking about and recognize what I was thinking about. And it's almost like a 
a, a bodily experience where I don't I can continue the conversation with the student and then there's an awareness within me and it almost feels like my body that just naturally uh, is able to know what I was just thinking about and maybe that also comes from the tremendous curiosity that I've had in in trying to see my thoughts and understand my mind so I know that attention is something that I can improve over and it is something that is improved over a lifetime but I'm really grateful because just in the last few days I find my self more present and not as identified with the thoughts in my mind and I think that I think that also because of that because I have loosened the relationship between me and my mind between the thoughts that I have I think that's also another reason why my mind has generally been quieter in the last few days and I seem to be more present and um and just more at peace. For a long time I thought I had ADHD. And now, after listening to Muji, I just kind of think that it's my own consciousness that creates every single experience for me. And how can it not be this way when everything that has led up until this point has really developed me to a point where I'm so present in my conversations with students that I can teach a whole class just on just purely on conversation without any direction or goal and there are so many people that fall in love with it so many families that they're not quite sure what I do and even me myself I'm I've dedicated my life to trying to figure that out what it is exactly that I do but I it's something that allows me something within me that allows me to be fully present and engaged with another human being and I think so much of that is just God-given I think that so much of it is my body's natural inclination of course so much of it has been developed up until this point but there's something that when I started teaching I realized was really natural to me even when even when I would look at little kids even when I would look at those little two-year-olds in my toddler room when I first started at that daycare there was some connection that I felt that was so strong and it's almost like I've I was meant to do this. I, I've been meant to do this. I've been chosen to do this. And it's really interesting. I know this is all the meaning that I give. But... But how could I not when... When my life and childhood were the way they were and then now I have become the person that I needed when I was 
younger. Then it all just must be a coincidence, I guess, but I know that these are all just thoughts and when I'm in this moment, I don't feel anything. I don't have any experience, not even the experience of gratitude, I'm just here. But when I create and I think um, and use my mind and tune into my mind and see what's going on in there, right? Either, either it's, you know, I tune into it and I observe it or I create and I channel it. Either of those allow me to experience gratitude, feel gratitude, and love and just unending serenity and so much so much of my heart is full that if I could have an experience that is that is just that is just below the stillness and and the silence that I could, if I could have an experience, it would be this. It would be feeling this and love and feeling this much unending, encapsulating, consuming, vast, spacious, yet containing gratitude. I'm really grateful for even all of the the coping mechanisms that we are given as human beings if it's to blink or to twitch or to do something with the human body to redirect our attention I know that all of it is divine and all of it ha- all of it has been given to us all of it, each of it, is a gift. Everything, every way that we try to pay attention or that we try to be okay, even that is given, even that is a gift. And I learned so much from this and from today and from each moment of my life and I'm utterly grateful and in bliss and I know it's it's just the fruit that gets sweeter in time it's just gonna get better and better I love you. I hope you find the harmony and oneness with all. And you will with the recognition that you already are everything that you seek. And you are already everything that houses whatever experience you have. 
you are the thing that encapsulates all of your experience that witnesses each experience that experiences each moment you are the thing that experiences you are not actually your experience there's something that watches and there's something that observe that observes that and observes that and observes that and you can't really say too much about it but you know everything that is not it and so I wish you this discovery this knowing this immense boundaryless never-ending space shistness I'll see you take care